You are now tuned into The Journey Through My Heart Podcast with Bella CT. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Journey Through My Heart. I am your host, Bella CT. Thank you all for joining me again. Coming back, we are at the top of season two, but I consider this episode eight. You know, life happens, you create different things, and here we are. I took a six-week break. Um, Just, you know, as far as this is the seventh week that it'll actually be um, the break. So you'll get a new episode on week seven of my hiatus. And um, I've just been living life, you know, uh, just taking the time to really sit with myself and learning things about myself, as well as starting new ventures and being 100% authentically me. Like it's been so much. I've actually had to tell myself some things where I've had to take steps back. Um, this week's episode is actually called See Love. And it's a little bit of wordplay on SEA. Um, and if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook, my name is Bella C. So my last name starts with the letter C. Um, and when I was younger, my brothers, you know, they used to always go by C. So like, cause it was SEA, you know, like a little bit of wordplay. So I just took it and I ran with it. I was like, yep, this is, this is it. All right. <laughs> but so this episode was more or less about a lot of different love, you know, love is like the sea, um, a body of water. It can be a very big rush or it can come in slow tides and waves, but it's always constantly moving, even when you think it's not. And the way that I try to live my life every single day is to lead with love and light. And I've actually had to take a step back and reevaluate what that means because we say we love somebody and then there's conditions with it. And you can say you love somebody unconditionally and then turn right back around and you have so many conditions on them. You expect them to do the work that you probably even haven't done it yourself or they're just not there in that particular aspect and this goes for friendships relationships platonically and romantically I believe that a lot has transpired as far as in my love life I know when I first started my podcast, I was talking about how I was involved with someone and it didn't work. And um, I think I was trying to heal myself from the relationship as a whole, but it wasn't necessarily that I needed to heal from the relationship. 
it it triggered a lot for me personally to grow and become um a better version of myself and it did help in certain aspects it definitely put me back on the track of being career driven because the type of individual I am when I'm in love and when I say in love I am head over heels like I'm a naturally flirty person but when I'm in love it's completely different like I give my all I try I'm like literally like a little puppy I'm like pay attention to me love me um be my person like I want to be underneath you especially when I'm in a genuine true love I don't want space um I do want space but I don't want space I want to be able to have such a higher vibration that you understand it and so when you know who your person is it kind of makes it easier for you to feel it and some people may not feel it in this lifetime um, just because of the way things have transpired or they've lost a loved one. Um, but love is still flowing effortlessly. I think we, as people, have gotten so hard on love because of all of... Me and my friends are very funny. The ghetto of love. Like, if it's not pretty and shiny, like a gym or you know then it's like no I'm not dealing with it and it's like okay cool set healthy boundaries but don't like shut out love completely so with me I get very shut down um I try to kind of be socially mingling but I'm kind of good like right now i'm very like i I, me and my friend were talking um on instagram live and um we are starting our other podcast that i'm super excited to talk with um publicly private and i was like yeah we're both dealing with people we're both we both have significant others um but i'm not going to speak on that because that's my business and i'm very very protective over the person that i love like i'm super private about it um unless you really know me and even still now at this point I still don't even want to talk about it because that's how much I love this person and I refuse to let anybody else like say anything to me because it wouldn't matter I'm still gonna choose this person (laughs) so when you know you know but see love I'm gonna say it again see love seeing love as what it is as it being a flowing entity as it being listening to music on repeat constantly or being vulnerable with somebody and allowing them to see your flaws when you try so hard not to show yourself not being afraid this episode is near and dear to me because I'm going through a love transition and actually being true to myself when it comes to love. I've been so shut off from truly loving anybody authentically for maybe five, five years or so. Like, 
I've been very like, okay, cool. I like somebody. And then I'm the type of friend. I'm like, oh, I like, I like this person. I really do. And then about a, two days later, I'm like, yeah, no, <laughs> I don't like them. I don't like what they did. I don't like them. I don't, it's, it's just very annoying to me. And I've been asking like my married friends and, um, my close friends because I'm still working on the second book the relationship book journal activity book and I was like how did you know that your person was the one and they're like well the person that I could have been with it could have been a a few people and I was like what and it's like yeah I can make it work with anybody in marriage and I was like no I feel like you should be like yeah you can make marriage work because people have gotten married more than once um luckily for me these friends have only been married once but you know I've I've known people to be the same way that people are in relationships and they go from one relationship to the next um when it comes down to marriage I feel like that's something that you you don't really take lightly you choosing this person to live with and and live your the rest of your days out with now sometimes it doesn't work because maybe we've done certain things but I can't speak on that um but I respect people for their choices and some marriages just aren't healthy and some people were not meant to be together forever but that love that was genuine where there was no cheating and you know that old school love that you talk about and you know they like but granddaddy had three or four kids on the side we're not talking about that we talking about those marriages where granny and grandpa were so in love and you never heard about anything that was going on on the side it wasn't none of that like that man genuinely loved her and she loved him okay um right now i am involved in a few different business aspects but when it comes down to my mentors she said something recently that was like she had a conversation about how she was talking to God and she went on this date with her fiance and this was before you know okay clearly if you can't read between the lines they're engaged now but when they first started talking she was like our first date was amazing it was amazing and then our second date was terrible it was the worst date I had ever been on and she followed that statement up with I had to go and talk to God you know like I had been by myself for so long that when this person came in um I was like yeah he's not ready And when she said that, she was like, but God told her that he will be and to wait. And so I know um, I've watched an interview with Yvonne Orji um, from Insecure. And she was saying how she had a conversation with God and God told her when her significant other was coming. And so this is really more or less about romantic relationships today i mean we could touch on friends but it's that's another day that's a part two um but this is truly about that love that that makes you know that you are sure 
right? Um, A lot of us get into relationships and then we get stuck because we are having a child with this person or we feel like we, we couldn't do better than what we actually had. And um, I thank my mom for telling me this. And a lot of people will say this is very selfish. But if you get pregnant by somebody, it doesn't mean you have to be with them. She's always made that very clear. Like, just because you got pregnant by them don't mean that you need to be with them. Like, if it ain't good for you, you know, don't do it. And I'm, I take that into consideration as well as um, me and my friends. We, we try to keep this open mindset of even if me and you are not together, we both brought this child into this world. And at some point in time, you wanted this child. I wanted this child. We love this child. This child should not feel the animosity that we have between each other this child should always feel love. So again, that transparency of having love for this individual, this child that you're bringing into this world should never feel the adult ramifications that are going on. So again, love. Every time I I say the word love, I instantly see a body of water. And sometimes, like I said, it's calm and sometimes those waves are going to hit where things are not going to be just that brush up against the the, the sand or um, against the rocks. It's going to be more abrupt. And love is... Love is a lot of things, you know, um, right now I'm doing like a survey for questions that I would put into, uh, the new book. And of course I want to give them to you guys because I love to have you guys think about the things that (laughs) you would, you would do on your own. You know, I don't, I like to give some things away because I want people to think about it if you're not in a relationship right now and you're thinking about hey maybe I want to go into something new I want to try it I don't want to be afraid of love I want to give it because a lot of us are afraid to love because we've been hurt so much in the past and when you allow that fear to leave you you actually will get so many people to really genuinely see you. And some people will still test you and others will confuse you. And you'll know when it's not truly for you because you'll be um, unsure of that. But in love, you it's not all blue skies and rainbows. There are going to be times where... You question what is going on because nobody thinks alike. You know, having a partner is somebody who understands you but doesn't try to change you for their own little, like a puppet master. You know, we don't want narcissistic love, but a little bit of everybody is kind of narcissist. Like, you're a narcissist. Um, but yeah, so I want to give you guys. Actually, I'm going to give you guys two 
of the things that will be in the book. I haven't really decided on the first one for sure, but I know the second one will be in the book. So that first question is define love in a romantic relationship. Define love in a romantic relationship. That second question, have you ever experienced love in a way that enhances your life and how did it? Okay, have you ever experienced love in a way that enhances your life and how did it? When trying to start a new relationship or getting to know your partner deeper, what are two questions that should be asked? So what are those questions that you want to know like, to get to know your partner say you're in a rut and um you just like you feel like you guys aren't on the same page what are two questions that you should ask and if you're just starting a new relationship um what are the two questions that you need to be asking so you can see what kind of mindset this person is so you're not wasting their time and you're not wasting your time Four, what is a stressor when trying to ask someone questions that makes you retreat? You know, do they have a bad attitude or um, they their breath stink? No, I'm just saying, I'm just playing. But what's something that kind of makes you like what stresses you out when you're trying to, you know, ask someone a question and it, it just makes you retreat? How would you describe your romantic side? Okay. How would you describe your romantic side? Are you playful? Are you loving? Are you cute? Do you like to like leave little notes? Are you the person who buys flowers all the time? Are you the person who goes in, you know, what type of, how, how would you describe your romantic side? That's the question. Six, do you have a type of love style? Okay, um, those two questions go hand in hand, but make sure you just ask yourself these questions. Um, but describe what type of things you enjoy and what works for you. So that's that kind of like two part of do you have a type of love, love style and describe what things you enjoy like and what works for you. Okay. Does your communication style work when you're getting to know someone or in a relationship? What have you learned from your style versus the way the other person um, communicates? And then have you adapted to it? So I know I've been posting a lot of videos about communication and being honest and transparent. But I know for me personally, I like to talk things through. I want you to tell me what exactly is the issue. Like, I need you to verbally break it down, lay it out, like, make it like it's a uh, a kid. Like, you're trying to explain it to a kid. Like, I need a color chart. Tell me green, blue, and orange go right here. Like, I need it that simple. And my partner is kind of like, so you, you ain't understand that. You, I just told you. I told you once. I told you twice. You want me to tell you a third time? I don't really want to. And, um, like, my partner is the type of person where you, it's like, you don't, you don't remember that or you don't, um, what is the word I'm looking for, you guys? 
like know without telling somebody something so like that intuition and some things I'm very good on intuition wise but other things I'm not so I feel like I'm trying to adapt to it or understand it and try to get it better but it's going to take time so I I literally was like repetition is going to be my best friend so if I say something to you I'm sorry I need you to just keep it real simple for me like a little kid right now I need you to help me get it in my head because I ain't got it yet like I'm so used to being by myself and being alone and doing all the things that I've been doing in the past so now it's like oh I actually have to consider somebody else and it's not only my way or the highway oh damn okay so that's seven. Eight, are you listening to understand your partner? Or are you just trying to fix the problem? I know when I first started doing coaching, um, I, you know, you have to study certain things. And that was one of those things where I watched a video and it was like, this is the question you need to ask your partner. Like, do you want me to fix it or do you want me to just listen? And so... That was very key to me. Like, are you listening to understand your partner? Are you trying to fix the problem? And I am a natural born fixer. Like, I want to fix the problem. I feel like I have every solution for it. And if I don't, I'm going to figure it out because I just want to fix the problem. And it's very hard for me to listen, to understand sometimes. So I'm working on it. Like, again, it's a work in progress. It's easier to tell somebody these things, but... It's actually more work when you have to live in your truth, okay? Um, question number nine. Have you taken time to sit with yourself and figure out your deal breakers, okay? What will not be tolerated or swept under the rug? I'm telling you, wordplay comes around so quick with me. Like, I'm always constantly thinking about something and it always pops back up. Like I said, if you guys don't follow me on Instagram, go ahead and follow me. Um, my Instagram is Bella, B-E-L-L-A underscore C-S-E-A. And I literally, like I said, I was talking about communication and sweeping things under the rug and then it becomes a heel. So I think that's so funny that this question was and I they were completely done at two different times. So have you taken time to sit with yourself and figure out your deal breakers? what will not be tolerated and what won't be swept under the rug that's your business please use discernment and please don't be overly extra about it like when you're sitting there with yourself please make sure that you talk to god or whoever your higher being is your higher self please make sure that you really take the time to sit there and remove the ego while you're doing this let me say that remove the ego because sometimes our ego gets too big and we think we're in control of a situation and honey you need to humble thyself. And I mean that in the most nicest way possible. Not even like, oh, be humble and let people shit on you. But I mean, just be humble and understand that there's a process. And so don't let your ego overshadow everything else. Because then you just seem like a really big green giant and it's not cute. Last but not least... What do you feel is the hardest part about dating you or being married to you? Because even in marriages, I like I said, I have a, a few married friends and um, that matters still. You know, like, what do you feel like the hardest part about dating you or being married to you is? And for me, I feel like sometimes I don't listen. 
and I feel like I am right and baby I be all the way wrong okay I really had to sit here and not be so critical and I say I'm doing things out of love and light and it's partially true but my vision isn't as clear as it used to be when it comes to my own personal like growth so Again, I know that this is a journey. This is not a marathon. This is not a sprint. So I want everybody else to remember that too. But make sure that you're taking those steps every day to become a better version of you. And not for somebody else, but for you. Because if you don't have self-love, you can't give love and you can't receive love the way that you should. So it takes a lot, you guys. Um, But like I said, healthy and proper communication, I feel like I don't listen sometimes. So that's just me personally. Um, God gave us all eyes to see and we build our own personal relationships. I know I'm very, like I said at the beginning, I'm very protective over the person that I'm with right now only because it's still very, very fresh, but it's, it's a process and trying to adapt when you've been alone and you've you've had time to kind of sit with yourself you know what your deal breakers are but it's like okay am I giving a chance away or am I breaking myself down it's like you kind of questioning yourself and me being the type of Libra I am I need balance in my life so sometimes I'm fighting myself I'm fighting those demons and uh, I feel like I get triggered only because there's still some work that I must do within myself. So being just open and honest with yourself at all times, um, I feel I know that I have a lot to offer. I'm a great individual, great human being. I love so hard. I will give my left shoe, my right arm to the right person. Okay, I will go to war for the person that I love, the person that I truly, truly feel. Like, I would go to war more than, and this is going to sound a little shady, but I would go to war so much to the point where everything else didn't matter. Like, when I know that I'm in love and this is the one and the only person, like, baby, I've watched my friends pick their spouses over their friendships a multitude of times like i'm talking about hang up the phone obey calling what we having a good old conversation bay calling and for me it's like mm, okay you ain't have to tell me that just tell me you're gonna call me back you ain't gotta do all that like just tell me you will call me back some came up or some lie to me listen lie to me y'all no i'm just kidding but i've i've seen it happen within my friendships and things like that so for me, I need that healthy balance. Like I love my person, but I still need to have a life and I I want that as well. Um, I'm gonna give y'all these other 10 questions real quick before I wrap up this podcast. Um, I feel like I was rambling a little bit, but all of this made so much sense. And I feel like if you just take it down and you break it apart, you'll see a lot more of what it is that you're looking for as far as love and being true to yourself. Okay, so the second set of questions, um, this is kind of like manifesting a soulmate or just 
knowing who you want your partner to be and making sure that whatever it is that you're asking from your partner is what you are giving as well. Okay, remember that. So that first question is, how does your soulmate make you feel? Example, confident, loved, beautiful, handsome. Um, yeah, that's those are like examples, but you pick your own. It can be as long as you want it to be. It can be short as you want it to be. Two, what do you guys do together? So what type of activities do you guys like to do together? Um, how do you spend your saturday or sunday afternoon together like what do you guys do together you carve out this time every week and this is what you guys do together for how do you be, how do they behave when you're feeling down like how do you want your partner to feel when or behave when you're feeling down example understanding considerate choose at your own Five, what are things that you both value? And I feel like this this should have been number one, but what are your values and beliefs? Because if they are not aligned, it's going to really upset and disrupt the entire flow of your entire relationship. That should be question number one. What do you believe? What are your values and your beliefs? For me, God is first and always. My faith is bigger than any other thing that I have. So knowing that I trust in that higher spirit and being, that's very key for me, okay? Six, what are your goals together in life, okay? What are your goals together in life? Seven, how does your love look like? Me, I believe my love is like a 90s R&B song. Not all of them was bad, but they were so in love. Okay, genuine was so anxious. And that might have been the early 2000s, but still, y'all get what I'm saying. Um, eight, what does your love feel like? Again, I feel like 90s R&B love was very, you know, whoop, whoop. It was, it was hidden. The movies was on point. Um, but yeah, everybody's toxic. But, you know, just kind of like mapping those things out. Nine, what are some qualities that your soulmate has? What are some qualities that your soulmate has? And then 10, how do the two of you communicate? How do you guys communicate? And I don't mean like, oh, FaceTime or text message. I mean like, how do y'all communicate? Is it calm? Is y'all rowdy? What do y'all do? Y'all joke about it? Y'all play it off? So think about those questions the next time that you have a chance. Pull out some paper and do your shit okay you guys oh my gosh we're done episode eight see love okay season two i really am so excited to continue to go through this with you guys um i love it i love it and of course you know i need to have a repeat of the week that ain't stopped since <laughs> since i left um but oh this is this is kind of hard for me you guys okay i'm going to say this week's repeat of the week is best part her featuring daniel caesar okay 
So that's my repeat of the week. I love you guys so much. Thank you again for tuning in, being a part of this journey with me, the journey through my heart. Um, I love you all and I will see you guys next week.